So good afternoon. Good afternoon. I hope you had a you know seamless time over the meal with the keeping you know keeping aware, being with the, what's going on as much as possible. And you know today is the the first day where I'm speaking about the uh, Vipalasa and today I want to actually give a guided meditation now on Asuba. And uh, Asuba means, Suba is beautiful, sometimes it's also translated as lovely, and Asuba is, is the negation of that. And so, the, you know, those meditations are... They are not, you know, in order to arouse any kind of disgust or anything towards the body, but balancing out our perceptions and cultivating, you know, different ways of relating to the body which are, you know, leading to reduction of clinging and craving. And... So deconstructing the body and, and looking at certain features of the body we normally don't look at because we are strongly conditioned to look at the you know outer surface of the body. That's also what, what we can easily see. And so to bring a sense of balance, to, to see the whole spectrum. And and just starting to question, you know, the ways we are looking at the body, starting to question those conditioned ways and adding something extra to it. And through this adding of these different ways of looking, we're coming into balance. And, and it's not about you know, denying the aesthetic beauty of bodies in general, not at all, but it's about adding something on top of it which we usually don't look at. Because the problem is not with, with beauty at all. The, if there's any problem at all, it's, it's about the clinging. And by looking at the body in this different way, clinging gets deconstructed, gets uh, washed away, you know, by adding some extra information to it, which normally isn't so easy visible. If you're not like working in a particular place, then maybe as a surgeon, you know, who regularly cuts bodies open that but not many of us are doing that kind of work so so you know to work with the clinging and the craving wanting to possess a body or wanting to preserve a body in a, to be in a certain to look in a certain way at all costs you know which can you know go pretty crazy in some um, circles, you know. So, so distinguishing what's really there from what the mind is making up, you know, in in sense of a vipalasa. Because the mind is only seeing a certain amount of what's there and blanks out the, the rest. And uh, in order to do this exercise, it's uh, one of the 
three in the first establishment of mindfulness, the first Satipatthana, there's a certain simile which um, gives us an idea, you know, how we should look at the body. And it's a very simple, like the Buddha always or often uses very simple similes which are so clear. It is just as a man with good eyes who has opened a double-mouthed bag full of different sorts of grain, such as hill rice, red rice, beans, peas, millet and white rice, which he would examine. This is hill rice, this is red rice, these are beans, these are peas, this is millet and this is white rice. And the Venomanario says, as a commentary, looking at various grains in such a bag, apparently used for sowing, would hardly provoke a reaction. We would not think of rice or beans as sexy or want to devise ways of beautifying them. They are simply rice or beans. The aim of this exercise is to cultivate a similar attitude towards different parts of the body. So again, in the middle way, neither disgust nor infatuation. So trying to bring in that balance. And, you know, if there is balance, then the mind is at ease and there's an opening there and then we can see things more clearly because there's a relaxation of the personal wanting or not wanting. So, I'll guide us now in a, in a guided meditation on the body parts. And classically, there are 32 body parts mentioned. And later this evening, when we look at the chanting, uh, we can have a look at, at this chant. But for, you know, for, our, for us, for, for the guided meditation, we're just using three. Skin, flesh and bones. And for example, you know, skin isn't considered an unattractive part. Skin is often considered a very attractive part. So it's not about that the parts themselves are attractive or unattractive only, but it's just uh, seeing also that the body consists of many, many different pieces and, and is very vulnerable, actually, because any of those, you know, any of those organs, any of those 32 parts can can stop functioning or malfunction. So just um, looking at the situation we have got in a way which is, you know, not very common. Helping us dislodge, you know, certain ingrained assumptions. So please, you know, find a posture which you can sustain for about 40 minutes, 45 minutes.
you know, bringing your awareness to the body sitting and breathing in and breathing out. And I'm gonna guide us now in three body scans. And you know, you don't have to do anything in particular, just allowing the mind to receive, you know, those words which I'm gonna speak and then allow the mind to respond. And we are starting with, uh, with skin, starting on, on the top of the head, under the hair, the skin. And you might feel a little bit, you know, the, maybe the cold of the air in the room where you're sitting or the warmth touching your skin. Then we are just, you know, sweeping from the top of the head over the face and the back of the head towards the neck. Skin. Then from the neck we come to one shoulder, skin. And then one upper arm, skin. One lower arm, skin. Hand, skin. And then the other shoulder, skin. Upper arm, skin. Lower arm, skin. And hand, skin. And then the torso, skin, one hip, skin, upper leg, skin. Lower leg, skin. And foot, skin. And then the other hip, skin. Upper leg, skin. Lower leg, skin. And foot, skin. And 
So this whole body is uh, enveloped by skin. And now we can visualize, you know, that we're pulling the skin from the top of the head, just pulling it off over the body and putting it on a little heap on one side in front of us. The skin is an organ. It's also breathes oxygen and protects the flesh. And then, you know, we as the body is there, there's flesh and muscle material and we can start with one foot being aware of flesh, the soft material between the skin and the bones flesh and then we come from the foot to the lower leg, flesh upper leg, flesh hip, flesh Then we go to the other foot, flesh, lower leg, flesh, upper leg, flesh, and then the other hip, flesh. And then the torso with all the organs inside, flesh. One shoulder, flesh. Upper arm, flesh. Lower arm, flesh, one hand, flesh, then the other shoulder, flesh, upper arm, flesh, lower arm, flesh. hand, flesh,
the neck, flesh, and the head, flesh, And then we can just visualize you know, all of the flesh sliding down from the skeleton and just forming a heap in front of us on the other side. And then what's left is the skeleton and the teeth, the nails. And starting you know, with the top of the head, the skull consists of many small bones, including the teeth. Teeth are also bones. And we can you know, connect with the hardness of the bones. And then scanning down from the head to the neck with the vertebrae, bones. Then one shoulder, bones, and the arm, bones, and hand, bones. And the other shoulder bones, arm bones, the other hand bones. The torso with the spine and the ribcage bones and then the pelvis, the hips bones one leg bones and one foot many small bones the other leg bones and the other foot bones the skeleton and it holds the body up so we can you know, walk and 
that there is a body otherwise be just a heap of flesh and skin just you know taking in the skeleton as it sits here that's the body you know if you look at it in a very different way than usual and then you know letting the skeleton just slide down into a heap in the middle in front of us and then we can you know have a look at these three heaps and which one is more beautiful the flesh the bones or the skin And then, you know, we, we see without any strain that this is not particularly beautiful. It's just what it is, bones, like red rice or hill rice. Just looking at it without any particular judgment. So that's you know what a super meditation is all about to cultivate this different way of uh, perception. And they can bring like a sense of peacefulness, disenchantment. To the mind and just as you are visualizing you know as you're looking at the body in this way just noticing you know the mind state is there maybe a little bit of, of fear there or a bit of aversion or is there just a sense of acceptance and peace just noticing and maybe if we do this kind of meditation for the first time, if it's meant to be a little bit kind of disconcerting, but if you've done it a few times, it will shift. So it's, a, it's an exercise. It's a, it's one of the tools in the toolkit, which you know we have uh, available. And just you know noticing how the way we are looking at something, the way how we are relating to something, how that conditions the mind, and vice versa.
And then noticing the state of mind. And then relaxing with the out-breath. So how that, you know, different way of looking at something can open up more space. So quite often, I think, in, in, the, in the Buddhist practice, uh, insight doesn't come from kind of willfully trying to restrain and hold back, but it's more by adding something new to it, a new way of looking, or looking at particular features of experience we usually don't look, and then suddenly through you know, having a more complete picture of what's there, something just drops away, or something opens up. A new you know, connection is made, a new conditioning um, connection is seen and then through that seeing something drops away because it's the certain, it's seen less personal, we can see this is nature, this is Dhamma. If this arises, that arises and if this ceases, that ceases. That's the underlying uh, directive of these kind of practices. Just you know, when you're making a puzzle, to put a certain part is missing, to put that in, bang, the whole picture is suddenly much more clear. There's a sense of, ah, So now we can just, you know, allow, if you like, you know, allow that skeleton to come back up. And then the flesh come back. And the skin as well. And here we are. But once we have seen that, we are never going to be the same again.
these very sophisticated bodies of ours, you know, which have been developed over deep time, started, you know, billions of years ago with very rudimentary life forms and have evolved through lots of challenges into these bodies which we are now inhabiting, you know, as Homo sapiens. And the, you know, the ancestral line through which those bodies have emerged over deep time and goes right back into the earth, into this planet. And through you know, the building blocks, the elements, we are also deeply interconnected with the planet and it's another form of meditation in the first establishment of mindfulness and I'm gonna speak about this tonight and the third one is uh, the meditation of on death which also, you know, takes us right back into the planet. So this, you know, first establishment of mindfulness is teaching us uh, many different levels, not only, you know, cultivating mindfulness, but also seeing the deep interconnectedness and who we really are.
and then so the meditation having like a direct experience of that and you know not needing to figure it out by thinking about it but having that direct experience and allowing that you know to sink in to permeate our assumptions and open them up You can sit for a few more minutes and if you feel tired please open your eyes taking a deep breath maybe you know we have just had something to eat and the, lots of the energy goes into the stomach digesting if that's what's happening you can open your eyes look at the light look out of the window Just gonna read that uh, simile one more time because I think that's very kind of sobering to me. It is just as a man with good eyes who has opened a double mouthed bag full of different sorts of grain, such as hill rice, red rice, beans, peas, millet, and white rice, which he would examine. This is hill rice, this is red rice, these are beans, 
these are peas, this is millet and this is white rice. They are simply rice, they are simply beans. So this is the instruction for this kind of meditation. So and uh, I would also like to mention, you know, for for the afternoon or for the remainder of the day, we could just like maybe you know focus on asuba, just in you know whatever you are doing, maybe when you're eating or going to the bathroom, drinking sweating, you know, looking at the clothes getting dirty maybe, seeing, you know, how that's all connected with the body and, you know, looking at the body in a way we usually don't look. For example, you know, when we are eating, we usually only think about, you know, how delicious is the food and how beautiful it is. It looks like very attractive and so on. But there's also, you know, after a few hours, there's also a different um, presentation of the food coming out of the other end of the body. And to, to look at that as well and, and see them all, you know, see them connected, see them both. That can bring in and like a sense of yeah, balance. And it's not like with the intention to spoil the the pleasure of you know having a beautiful meal but also to kind of uh, see see the complete the wholeness of it and still you know still being able to enjoy something tastes good or if it was made beautifully by, by somebody you know with a lot of love that's certainly something to honor and and take in but then also see the other side of it 
what for example you know if we're wearing clothes and even if we don't do anything particularly dirty when we look at the clothes after a few days we can see you know that there is some something happening you know it comes just simply from our bodies just those those things noticing them